From Mendocino County Public Broadcasting, this is the KZYX News for Friday, January 19th. I'm Michelle Blackwell. Scott and Teresa Mercer can be found on a bluff near Point Arena, rain or shine, during whale migrations. They document each gray whale that swims by and track the numbers from year to year. The Mercers recently gave a science talk at the Noyo Center and focused on the issues whales face in our modern world. Scott Mercer talked about the value whales provide the ecosystem. Okay, whales accumulate carbon in their bodies during their long lives. When they die, they sink to the bottom of the ocean. Each great whale, these are the larger whales, finbacks, blue whales, and so forth, sequester 33 tons of carbon dioxide on average, taking that carbon out of the atmosphere for centuries. A large tree, full-grown, meanwhile absorbs only up to about 48 pounds of carbon dioxide a year. Research shows that one, one whale is worth about 1,500 trees when it comes to sucking in carbon out of the atmosphere. He also pointed out that whales' nutrient-rich waste feeds the phytoplankton that produces half the Earth's oxygen and serves as a baseline for the food chain. Whales face multiple threats from human activity, according to the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Association, NOAA. Gray whales were once common, but today are limited to two populations, one of which can be found along the Pacific coast of North America. Commercial whaling brought the species close to extinction, and protections were enacted in the 1930s. A die-off of gray whales started in 2019. Necropsies indicated that at least some of the whales were emaciated. Scott Mercer listed the most common dangers whales face. The dangers to a whale is the nutritional stress, vessel strikes, the quality of of water, they're living in entanglements, ropes here, debris, predation, and of course noise. The big three with mortality to whales are entanglements, vessel strikes, and debris. Proposals to help whales include slowing ships down when they are in areas that are populated, notifying ships of whale activity near them, reducing the noise ships make, and using new types of fishing gear that reduce the chance of entanglements. Scott Mercer talked about the shipping industry's efforts. One thing I want to mention is that nobody is trying to shut down shipping. I mean, that's ridiculous. The idea is to slow the ships down, and it's been a voluntary moved by the shipping companies to slow the speed down by coming into the Golden Gate, going by the Farallon. Most people know that's a very productive feeding area for different different species of whales. Unfortunately, we just recently found out from a a study that was done in areas like uh, here and Boston, areas where whales are feeding right in shipping lanes, 80% of the ships are not abiding by the voluntary guidelines. The Mercers track the gray whales that pass near Mendocino. Teresa Mercer said this about the status of the gray whale population along the Pacific coast. Give you an update on the gray whale population. Unfortunately, since 2016, the population has declined by 46%. This is based on NOAA studies. It was a high of close to 27,000 gray whales, and that's declined through the years. The latest estimate is down to 14,526, and this represents a decline of 46%. I took our data. I learned that NOAA gets this information from the southbound migration only, which is going on now. And we were beginning our 11th season of doing a gray whale census right here off our coast. So I compared it to our southbound counts. And I came up with a decline of 41% here. 
Arctic sea levels are definitely linked with the gray whale mass die-off events. A paper was just produced in October of 2023 stating that there is a definite link between the Arctic sea ice levels and what we see happening to the gray whales. Over the past five years, since 2019, a total of 690 stranded gray whales have been recorded. And because of the long migration that they do, this involves three countries, Canada, the United States, and Mexico. Now, remember, 690 is what have been seen and counted. Most whales, when they die, they do sink to the bottom of the seafloor. So it, this could mean that close to 7,000 gray whales have died in, during this uh, UME, or unusual mortality event. Warming temperatures have, have led to the melting of the ice cover. This means less algae that grows on the underside of sea ice, and that feeds the benthic amphipods upon which gray whales feed. So less algae, fewer amphipods, less food for the gray whales. Many of them are emaciated. They're malnourished. They don't have enough fuel to make that incredibly long migration. I want to talk about the calves in 2016. There was roughly uh, 1,500 calves born. 2022 represented an all-time low of just over 200. But the good news is in 223, they, it did rebound to 412. In addition to the reduction of algae growth under Arctic sea ice, Teresa Mercer pointed to microplastics as one of the reasons whales are malnourished. Microplastics can be found in the smallest organisms in the ocean known as zooplankton. These organisms are fed on by whales and other marine mammals. If you see a whale that is entangled or struggling, you can contact the Marine Mammal Center at 415-289-7325. Scott Mercer asks to send photos if you have them. For KZYX News, I'm Michelle Blackwell. For all our news with photos and more, visit kzyx.org. You can also subscribe to the KZYX News Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.